Welcome to Do It For The Gram and Enneagram podcast with your host, certified Enneagram coach Milton Stewart, where we do it for the Enneagram, not Instagram. We make moves to improve our lives and those in our communities. Happy New Year for any two that has not listened to any episode this year. Hope you're doing well. Hope your inner walk and your journey is going well. This episode is all about arrow lines for the type two because we're on a series of arrow lines. Let's go intro. Finding help for your mental and emotional struggles can be challenging. With so many barriers like cost and even feeling safe looking for a counselor can be tricky. So I know it's hard. And you know, the worst part is you really don't have the time or mental space to be trying to figure out how to find a counselor when you're having personal struggles. So thanks to BetterHelp, they are built on making counseling accessible, affordable, convenient so that anyone who's having struggles in their life can actually get the help they need at any time and anywhere, which is so important, especially now. All the professionals are licensed, trained, experienced, and accredited. And what I love so much about them is that they have a diverse group of counselors with a broad and various amounts of different backgrounds to help all their different clients. If you need some help, try BetterHelp. You can get a 10% off discount from your first month when you go to betterhelp.com forward slash do it. That's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash D-O-I-T. All right, so what are arrow lines? If you look at the Enneagram symbol, you'll see that it has these lines, which actually really are arrows. It has a circle, it has a triangle, it has all these different things. And so there's a lot of wisdom uh, within the Enneagram as a whole, as not even just personalities, but as in a process. Not going to go into that on this episode because that's a lot, but let's just say that all these lines, all these circles, these triangles, they all have meanings. And they have a lot of meanings for our specific Enneagram types as well. As we dive into this, we're going to look at how does the two arrows that are connected to the type two actually make sense for the type two. Things that maybe that they're missing or things they maybe need to work on that can really help free them from being trapped inside of just being only a two. Now, some different words you may have heard for arrow lines would be like integration and disintegration. Disintegration isn't really used that much because of the word disintegration, because it sounds really weird sometimes to say, hey, I think you're disintegrating right now, you know, but it had a rich meaning uh, in the past. When you think about integration, you think about the opposite of what integration looks like. But the just the verbiage of it, the sounds of it doesn't sound really well in today's society. So stress security is still used, and we'll talk about that. But we're going to add on an, another layer to it because these arrows really matter. And not only do they matter, the direction of them actually matters. So we're going to talk about that as well in this episode, which is going to be very, very helpful uh, for trying to understand and trying to kind of liberate ourselves from being stuck in our type. 
So the Type 2 has one arrow pointing towards the Type 8, and it also has an arrow pointing to it from the Type 4. So going with the arrow is going to be considered going towards the 8, and going against the arrow is going to be considered going towards the 4. This is going to come up as I'm going to go a little deeper into this. So once again, going towards the 8 is going with the arrow, and going towards the 4 from the 2 is going against the arrow. So Type 2, going with the arrow, is considered to be the stress point for them. So it's going to be the lower side of type 8. So that's going towards the stress point. On the higher side of the type 8, it's called the resolution arrow. So it's going to be able to resolve some of the key issues there, right? Resolution makes some sense there. We'll get a little bit more into that as we go further into this episode. Now, type 2 going against the arrow is considered to be the security point for type four. So the type four structure is considered the security point for the type two, and that's gonna be the lower side, right? And so stress and security isn't like necessarily you've had a stressful day per se. It's like your ego feels like something is stressing it out or it feels insecure in a way. And so this is the place where it goes in order to try to maintain, I guess, the two-ness within itself. So on the higher side though, Going against the arrow for the type two is actually type four, and that's called the energizing arrow, which I'll explain a little bit later, but it gets you the right energy to be able to do some more growth work and kind of liberate yourself out of purely being a two. In growth, what we're going to do, we're going to focus on going against the arrow first and then going towards and with the arrow next. And that's important because we want to get the right amount of bodily energy, spiritual energy, emotional energy, thought energy, all the energies that we need to actually be able to move into a space where we can get into a healthier space that helps to liberate us from being trapped in our type structure so much. So we're going to go against first and then towards. And just to note, the arrow lines are so important. And I spend a lot of time here in my own personal work because there's so much growth that happens with the arrow lines um, and being able to understand the two lines that we're connected to, to really not get us to be stuck in our type structure. All right. So here are a little bit about the arrow from the lower side, aka the unconscious movement. And then here's some of the information about the higher side, conscious movement. On the lower side, twos moving to the four in security become emotionally overwhelmed to the point of embarrassment. They become overly dramatic, moody, and they can focus on feeling deeply misunderstood rather than appreciated. They are also become very needy in this point. So here's one of the things that's really tricky. And when you can kind of see the range of the lower side of the four operating in the two is when they become needy. And not just needy from a place where it is indirect way they're trying to get their needs met, which twos can definitely do. They are like more apparent with it. And it is literally kind of the emoting and the sharing of how much their needs are not being met or how much they actually really need something. And they have the ability to be able to get in a mood and create a tood, aka an attitude, where it can really fill the room. And they can take the room in a really moody place when they're in this space on the lower side of the four because of the arrow there. And these moments can happen when the type four maybe feels insecure in some type of way. The structure of the type four, the way that the twos kind of enter a space or the world, that normal way just doesn't work or it hasn't been accepted or it isn't appreciated. And so the emotions that have maybe been repressed by the two, the emotions that are bound up and maybe being hurt can actually be a little bit overwhelming because they're not the typical way that twos want to operate with emotions. And now they have to deal with maybe what's inside, but now it's going in there in an insecure way and in a not healthy way. And so now 
one you're getting and twos may be feeling when they go to the lower side of the four, very insecure in some ways. And so how do they deal with it? How does the type structure deal with it? It becomes overly dramatic and it gets very moody and you start to see a whole different version of a person that you, especially a two, you're like, oh, wow, I didn't know they had that type of emotion. I didn't know they did that, you know, because usually it's a more of a warmth connectedness or maybe a little cheeriness to a certain degree. But now, oh no, it's very different. And remember, twos are emotionally intelligent, very emotionally intelligent. So they know how to moodily work a room. They know how to use a tood or a mood to change the room in this one, but it's on the lower side, right? And so they're using it in a way that's unhealthy to affect other people as well. So that's very important to note. When twos are moving to the eight in stress, they become self-indulgent, bossy, impulsive and excessive. They openly manipulative and controlling, and they also express anger as in temper tantrums. So one thing about when the two ego goes to a place where it's stressed out, it's moving towards now that lower side of the eight, where now it's not necessarily as thoughtful as they usually are. So they're more impulsive, right? They become very bossy in the way that they do things. And very self-indulgent. So you know, as usually, twos aren't necessarily indulging in themselves. Right. They usually indulge in the lives of others, trying to help others, trying to give advice to others, all these different things. But in this form, they actually do the opposite. And when they move to the lower side of eight, because eights are body types, they are they know and kind of focus on what they're doing. And so the indulgence kicks in. Right. A little bit of that lust from the eight, you know, to a degree kicks in. And so twos become excessive in the way that they do things and the way that they talk and the way that they engage with people. It's excessive and it's a strong energy. And so on top of that, they become very controlling and they manipulate openly. So a lot of times twos know how to say certain things, know how to do certain things so that they can get a desired outcome. And that's not always a bad thing necessarily. You know, sometimes you can make good things happen by helping people in different situations, right? But in this instance, when they're on the lower side of the eight, they are openly being manipulative in the way that they're doing things. And it's all ego-based, right? Because some type of stress, ego stress has happened to where they are now actually intentionally and outwardly showing that they can be manipulative in a situation and controlling of it and controlling of people. So they express their anger also as temper tantrums. And so it comes out in such a strong way because remember, every type has a little bit different way that they exude even anger and especially different centers. And so when somebody with the type two structure is ex really exhibiting anger, it's going to come from a whole different place because a lot of times it's going to come from more of a emotional heart centered type of place, the energy of that anger, more than just the body energy of anger from a eight. And so now you have this anger that has kind of a strong vortex emotionality within it. And so it can be very strong and it can really, for two who went on a really low side of the eight, it really can be a temper tantrum. Like it can really be loud. They can really know because remember, a lot of times twos repress a lot of different feelings and emotions, especially even some around dissatisfaction or not being approved of or not being thanked or, or not being taken seriously. All those things can really frustrate a two, but they can repress it, right? And when you repress something, guess what? It's still there and eventually it's going to come out somehow, some way if you don't do it in a healthy way. So that's what happens there. Now, on the higher side, when we talk about higher side, which is a conscious movement. And a lot of this learning, if you want to learn more, you can go to CP Enneagram, Uranio Pius and B Chestnut. They did a great job. And so some of this information is from them that I've learned. And I just wanted to share that because um, it, it's a big part. So if you want to learn some more, that's a great uh, resource for sure. 
All right, so two's moving to the four as the energizing point. Now, remember, energizing point means like you're going to get that right energy, right? Because our normal type structure energy, in order to really alleviate and liberate from some of the things that keep us like stuck in our type structure, we got to shift and change our energy that we're operating with in our bodies, okay? To get the right energy, twos moving to four, the energizing point, helps them to be more introspective and understand themselves better. And then they can better separate their feelings from the needs from others. And they also learn to express their emotions in healthy ways. This is so important because twos are usually so externally focused on other people, how they're doing, asking good questions to them, connecting to them, and thinking about the relationship of everything. Like it's very, twos are very obviously relational, but it's kind of like even their minds think of everything in a relational type of way, in, in a situation ship or some type of ship. And everything is not always like that. And so what helps for the two is to be able to go inside, introspective, really look at self, assess feelings, assess emotions, assess what are actually their own emotions. What are their own feelings? What do they have going on that maybe they need to check in with? Maybe need to take some time alone. Maybe need to be by themselves for a while to really collect themselves. And so they're not engaged and stuck in everybody else's emotions or their business or their agenda, you know, to a degree. This is really important because like the four type structure, it truly wants to understand themselves. Fours really, really, really want to understand themselves at a deep level naturally, right? And not just the happy, cheery stuff, but also sometimes can feel depressive. But it's not always that. It's more of how do I understand myself from depth, from the bottom to the top, right? To the very skimming of the surface, to also the depth and the deepness and the richness and something that may be a shadow that I need to grow in and learn from. So it's for the two to look in that space, right? To really look in that space. And along with that, going into that four to get in the right energy helps twos to take care of themselves. Like it's really hard to take care of your own wants and needs and your feelings when you don't ever really truly check in with them and spend time and figure out what they really are. And to see if maybe they're not exactly what I make believe that they really are. Maybe it's something beneath that that I really need to look. And so that's very helpful. And it helps them to really be more emotionally healthy, which is very important for twos. And so on the higher side, moving towards the type eight, we move to the resolution point, which resolves some of the key issues that twos struggle with. So the resolution point allows twos to be more self-assured, to be direct when they communicate. And they're able to set healthy boundaries. And so the image matters less to them and they can actually express anger in healthy ways. These are some of the key things that resolve some of the key struggles that type twos can have. So the type two sometimes cannot truly be self-assured to a degree, right? If you are type two, you understand that codependency is real. Even though twos have a way that they want to get their agenda met and they kind of can try to work it in indirect ways, the truth is, part of that is still codependent on someone else. So being able to say, okay, if I can get to this resolution point, if I can work to get here, then I can be able to be more self-assured and I can communicate directly with people. And that direct communication is so important for twos because if you're trying to get what you truly want, which is from the heart space, if you want to be able to be appreciated, you have to be able to communicate more directly, right? Because twos are doing things indirectly to help situations and help people and people aren't always noticing and paying attention to them. And so they miss some of those things. So it's very important for twos to create the ability to be able to communicate directly and know that when they're communicating directly, it's not mean. 
it's just normal. It's your type structure that says, oh, if I don't help this person, if I don't go do this, that's probably going to be mean. That's not nice. That's rude. All that type of stuff. No, no, no. That's your personality structure up there acting a fool because for you to be direct and to care for yourself is healthy. And then what's also important is to being able to set those healthy boundaries. When you communicate directly and you become in touch with your anger, which is the help that they get from moving to the type eight, which eights, they communicate directly and they don't have a problem necessarily being in touch with anger. So with twos, when you can get in touch with that anger and stop repressing so much of it, you can actually set healthy boundaries. Because when you have a healthy relationship with anger, you are able to set healthy boundaries for yourself, which is so important for the type two, because they can be all over the place doing a whole lot for a whole lot of different people. And it can wear them out. Right. And eventually they get tired. They get to a point where they feel unappreciated. And that hurts. It's very important to understand that. And along with that, the image starts to matter a little bit less, because now not only do they have the right energy to make sure that like they are okay because they were introspective with themselves. But now they can set healthy boundaries and be self-assured that the decision that they made, that the place that they're going, that the moves that they're doing and making, they support them and those who they love. Right. But it supports the essence of who they really are. So this is very important to note. But if you want to think about being practical, because I'm always trying to give a practical tip to make sure that you have something that you can be like, hmm, what can I do? You know, like these great information. So you want to look at what is that type structure? Who is someone you know in that type structure and how well do they do the things that they do? What traits can you take on that are very much in that type structure that help? So, for instance, if you go into the energizing point and it's like a four, one thing that fours can actually be really good at is being able to share what they are really feeling. Fours know how to share their emotions. Self-praise fours can struggle with it to a degree, but they still know what they're feeling a lot of times. And so being able for you to say, okay, who can I express my feelings with that I really feel safe with. And I mean, be honest, emotionally honest, because twos can curate things to make them land a certain way with people. But who and where can you actually express being truly open and honest and truthful with how you are really feeling? Don't sugarcoat it. Don't cover it up. I mean, where you can be raw with it, right? Because fours know how to be raw with it. It might be a journal, you know? And so that's important as well. So you might need to be able to journal how you really feel about different things. You might need to be doing more artistic things, right? They dabble in the different parts of the art world that they love, right? Whatever it may be. You may need to do something more creative or you may even need to take more time and be alone. Fours know how to withdraw, right? Whether it's good or bad, but in healthy situations, they know how to pull themselves back some. So as a two, instead of going forward so much and being warm and be like, well, I'm just going to be with a group, right? Or you may be struggling inside, but it's like, I'll just be around these people. For you as a two, you actually may need to spend time alone more time alone and check in, inventory self, analyze self, be with self, love self, explore self a little bit more. And so those are some things, some quick examples. And then for the resolution point of moving to the type eight, one thing is to practice giving direct communication, direct communication to people, right? Being straightforward about when you want to communicate something because it takes practice. Because here's the thing, when you first, that's why you always want to get the right energy, right? To go inside first. When you go straight into direct communication and you're not used to doing it, it comes out very strong. And it happens for twos when they're like, I'm going to stand up for myself. And they do it real strong. And then it's like real strong when it comes out because they're just not used to it. And then they feel bad about it to a certain degree. But that doesn't have to be the case. It takes practice to be able to communicate directly, effectively, in a way that's straightforward. That doesn't come off in a way that's like the undertone is like, actually, I'm kind of pissed off because of X, Y, Z. But it's like, no, I'm saying this because these are my boundaries now. This is what I do. Hi, bye. Thank you. You know, so being able to do that, something else, if you think about from the the eight type structure, you want to look at checking in with what's going on with your body. 
and being grounded, right? So for you, it may be being a practice that helps you to be grounded as a two in your body, right? So this can be qigong. This can be some type of body combat, some type of workout that really feels your body kickboxing, something that makes your body, you can feel the strength and the energy and the presence of all your body. Also, a meditation that helps ground you. There's different things you can do to help truly ground you in your body so you can feel it. And then last but not least, find a way to get in touch with your anger. There's emotion wheels where you can say, jot down, what are you really angry about or frustrated about or what you really feel? but especially the emotion of anger because you've repressed it. And so there's things there you need to go look at. You need to open the closet and go through them and sort through them and work through them and express them and honor them, all those things, right? And figure out what's really there so you have a healthy relationship with your anger. And not only that, you notice what actually truly frustrates you without repressing it, right? So that you can say something about it in the moment. Be like, no, I don't like that. I don't like when you do that. I'm frustrated. I don't appreciate you asking me to do this when I did this, right? So you can actually communicate in the moment and not hold it back and repress it because that's way more eight-like to go ahead and just say, hey, I'm frustrated about this. I'm going to say it now. And not in an unhealthy way. It's just being straightforward. And so people will feel different or feel some type of way about it when you first do it, but that's okay. They will be okay. So that's all I have for the type two for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. The sign-up is on and ready for people who are ready to sign up for the KSEP program starting in August. And so you can go to kaizen-enneagram-community.mn.co. It'll be in the show notes, so you can click on it and check out all the information there. There's also, my website has been updated. You're welcome to check out kaizencareers.com. It is updated. It looks pretty suave, pretty cool. And there's some things I'm still tweaking with it, but go by and check it out. And also, if you feel the unhealthy part of your two is going to sway to the lower side of the four and the eight. Take a deep breath, breathe, and make a smarter choice. Make a better choice and do it for the gram. The Enneagram, of course. And we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one. Bye.